What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Guest Friday and Not Your Average Boston Sports Podcast. I am your host, Garrett Hayden. As always, you can listen to the program on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, and you can follow our social pages on uh, Facebook and Twitter slash X for the latest updates. Uh, this week, we have not one, uh, but two guests here to talk uh, some college football as a uh, bowl season is uh, close to kicking off. I got my two friends, Ryan McNeil uh, and Chris Burns here. Uh, guys, what's going on? Not much, Garrett. I'm just enjoying life right now. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm, I mean, I'm doing well. I'm glad to be on the podcast. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to do this. Uh, I think this is now the maybe second or third time I've done it with uh, two guests. So looking forward to getting into all this. It's a exciting time for college football, you guys. A lot to talk about. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's got the, the whole playoff conversation, a lot of interesting bowls and things like that. Um, I know uh, right before we started, we Ryan wanted to start early and talk about Florida State. Uh, now that we've started, why don't we start there and just kind of get out our takes for that. So obviously Florida State left out of the playoff. Um, Alabama at number four. Michigan number one, and then Texas and Washington, the uh, three and two, respectively. Uh, so what do you guys think about that? Ryan, I, mean, I think. All right, all right. Blanket, blanket statement without, you know, everything. Without everything, blanket statement, I think FSU got screwed. Um, I think they deserve to be in the, in the four. Okay. I'm not saying I disagree. However, as just a college football fan who's not a fan of Florida State or any school kind of in particular, I would say I'm glad they are out. I think Alabama and Texas being in makes it for a more competitive, a more interesting Final Four, in my opinion. And I I kind of agree with you with that FSU. Like, they went undefeated Power Five champion. Like, they absolutely have the right to be in. But at the same time, I'm kind of happy they're not. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's an interesting debate, right, because you have Florida State, an undefeated team. I think that they're the first undefeated team to not make it. You know, you had an Alabama team that had one loss. Um, and so it kind of was like this. Either you are going to have a undefeated team that doesn't make it or you're going to have an SEC team that doesn't make it. And it's like they kind of were in a position where be perfectly honest, the committee was going to be screwed either way. The people are going to be mad whether an undefeated team doesn't get in or an SEC team doesn't get in. And I guess, you know, they made the decision that they made, um, you know, fair or unfair, I guess. Um, you know, I think that it's possible the decision had a lot to do with Florida State being down their starting quarterback. And maybe the thought was like, okay, them playing against Michigan would not be a great game, but then again, maybe that's not exactly fair reasoning. Well, yeah. Jordan Travis is playing. They're in. Like, Definitely. Yeah, but I also agree with what you said, Garrett, that like no matter what was going to happen, someone was going to get left out. Something bad was – like a, a deserving team was not going to make it. And honestly, like you, it would be hard to convince me that Georgia isn't a top-four team in the country right now as well. Obviously, I know like with the circumstances, how they lost Alabama last week. I mean, they're a one-loss team. They didn't have a, the, the hardest schedule this season, but like they're a very good football team as well. 
Um, I just think for me, it just makes it like, yeah, this year will be good, but next year is going to be so much better with a 12-team playoff just because there won't be teams who can win the national championship who are deserving, who are left out. It'll just be like conversations more of, you know, two, three lost teams, which is just it's – it's a different conversation, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, you know, one of the issues with the four teams is like, okay, what happens when you get into a situation like this where, you know, there are multiple – league champions that have like a legitimate case you know this year you had a big 10 team the big 12 team you know pac 12 sec acc all of those teams had like a legit argument and so it's like kind of was difficult that you had to kind of say no to one team and i think you know all those questions will probably get eliminated when you go to 12 teams um but just kind of interesting uh kind of debate for the last year of this that this was kind of the first time that the first time in a while that kind of a decision that they made was very uh controversial i guess yeah i mean a power five conferences and you know, having four playoff spots is kind of a weird move to begin with you know but oh yeah i was gonna say that same thing i mean you could have five power five champions who all are undefeated theoretically right Mm-hmm. And and so I think the four team playoff kind of sets itself up for failure in a in a sense. Yeah, I always kind of thought that four was a weird place to start. That eight should have been naturally what they do. I kind of still feel that way. That eight is still the best thing that they can do. I mean, Agreed. I think Definitely twelve agree. twelve will be fine, but I think you know it'll be interesting to see how that changes. Yeah, I heard someone have a take that they think, like, in the next 25 years, whatever, um, a 7 through a 12 seed will never win never win a, a title. And I think, like, if you look at the rankings this year, like, there isn't a team that you love to win the, to win the championship at all right now who's ranked 7 through 12. Okay, how about Oregon? Aren't they 7? Oregon's 8. Ohio eight. State's 8. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Oregon, know. Ohio I State, both those teams to make a run. Yeah. I know I, they could. They, I mean, like, I guess they could, but like, there are a lot of good teams. Like Michigan, I don't see Oregon beating Michigan or Alabama or Washington. They've already lost them twice. I don't know. Tough to beat a team three times. Ultimately, I agree with you. Um, I don't think Ohio State and, and Oregon are championship level teams, but I think they could shake things up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think just me, I was impressed with both games that Oregon played against Washington. I know that they lost both games, but I mean, I think that's a potential national championship team and they kind of played well against them. But then again, that is a conference opponent. And I think, you know, not that it's easier, but it's like them playing against another Pac-12 team versus them playing against an SEC team might be different. Yeah. For yeah, sure. because SEC is, is all that in a bag of chips, ain't it? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. The, the committee decided that uh, they they couldn't live without the SEC, so they made they made that decision. And uh, and so here here's my here's my main gripe with with the SEC. And, and obviously, I, I do agree that SEC is the best football. Mm-hmm. If you want best football, you got to go SEC. Mm-hmm. Whoever. The ACC versus SEC had 10 matchups this season. Then ACC came out victorious 6-4. to four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Now, mm-hmm. if you look at the teams that played, UVA was one of them. UVA sucks. They're just terrible at everything. So, like, you know, we're not going to include that one really. But you had some really good teams playing. Mm-hmm. Um, FSU is the ACC's does have two victories for ACC. So that's big. But those two victories are over LSU and over Florida. Those are two good SEC teams. Okay. You disagree with Florida being good? Yeah, I don't know if Florida is a great SEC team. I mean, LSU yeah. certainly is. Yeah. I, I mean, they're, they're not the worst, but it's not Vanderbilt. No, it's not. So, uh, so, so. ACC beat SEC in the regular season. And then the other kind of gripe I have with, with leaving FSU out of the playoffs is that I think it's kind of an accepted fact, and I don't really know why this is, that ACC is just bad football, right? We beat – so I say we. I'm a Virginia Tech hokey, so I'm going to have ACC um, bias and Virginia Tech bias. But we beat the SEC in the ACC-SEC uh, uh, schedule. And then my thing is, you look at the Big Ten versus the ACC. Why is the Big Ten just accepted that they're better and that they're a legit conference while the ACC is like bottom tier power five, right? I mean, I don't know. I've, I mean, that kind of leads into like our picks, but I think Michigan's the best team in the country. I think they're going to win it all. Like, I think they're a really good football team. And I think Ohio State's also very, very good. And Missouri's ranked number nine. Penn State is up there. I mean, obviously they got smoked by a couple of Big Tenies, but I think Missouri's the Big Ten. SEC. Oh yeah, sorry, I, I meant yeah. Excuse me. Uh, me. Just Penn State. I know. I don't know why I said Missouri. That was stupid. But still, I think the Big Ten still has a lot of quality teams. Okay. Okay. So so hear me out on this. And Florida State has like or AC is just Florida State kind of. So we could play the F game all day long, but if. Clemson is what Clemson was what we're used to Clemson being the past five years. I'm going to say, I'm going to tell you that Clemson is Michigan. Clemson has has two national championships. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like 20, like 16 and 18 or like 15 and 17. It's been like, but there's still a perennial power. So I'm playing the if game a little bit, but you got to grant me a little bit of leeway. Got to grant me a little bit of leeway. Clemson is Michigan. FSU is Ohio state. Penn state is the little, little brother to Michigan and Ohio State and, and that could be you call that Louisville Iowa they're good but call that NC State you know you have and then you have the kind of terrible teams you have Indiana and you have UVA in the ACC you always have one team that's going to make a run that is not good last year that might not be good next year but ACC's always got different teams that that are going to be good going to be ranked Okay. In the ACC, you never really know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I just don't really get why the Big Ten, you know, you have Michigan, Ohio State, the rest of the teams are kind of, you know, not great. Penn State tends to be good every once in a while. Um, but I just don't really know why the ACC is looked at as a terrible conference where Big Ten is is, is great. Big Ten only has Michigan and Ohio State. Yeah. I mean, I think they're all, they're all fair points. I mean, I think with this particular year, Again, I kind of go back to the decision that had to be made that either undefeated team gets left out or an SEC team gets left out. And, you know, SEC team has always made the college football playoff. Um, but obviously undefeated teams have always made it too. So, you know, I think a, a hard decision. I mean, I think you could look at each of those teams to be like, oh, okay, they had some 
games that they didn't look very good. Alabama had, you know, had to escape Auburn, had to escape in an ugly game in South Florida in week two or three. You know, Florida State had to survive uh, Boston College earlier this season. So, you know, you kind of go either way. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a reason Alabama's in. They're really good, obviously. If they would have won, they'd be a lock because they're the SEC champ. So, I don't know. I, I think, like you said, it's a, it's a tough argument. Someone's going to get left out. But um, what are your guys' picks for the playoffs, for the four teams who are in? Who's going to win the semifinal? Who's going to win it all? So, I think, you know, and I said this when the teams got revealed, that I think that these games have the potential to be some of the best in the playoff because I think Michigan and Alabama are pretty – I think they're fairly closely matched. I know that Michigan kind of has been, I think, start to finish the best team in college football. But, you know, Alabama's got a lot of really talented guys. They have a really good defense. And, you know, if they can get Michigan into a low-scoring defensive game, they might be able to win. So, I don't know. It's hard for me to pick a winner, but I think I think Michigan beats Alabama, but I think it's going to be very, very close, very thin margin. Um as far as the other game, I think it's it's kind of a toss-up, but I think I'd go Washington. So you got you got Michigan Washington. Hmm? So you have Michigan Washington? Yeah. So I disagree with you on um the Michigan Bama front. And the only reason I say that is did you guys see that video that came out of the Michigan locker room or wherever they were watching? Yeah, the, uh, the selection committee and oh, where FSU yeah. was left out and it was Bama. It was all just like everyone was just defeated and they were just, oh my gosh, I don't want to play Bama. Like mm. that's a tough look. And and so I think Michigan is the better team, but solely for that reason, I don't think Michigan believes that they can truly beat Bama. Mm. Yeah, honestly, I think that's kind of a good point. Like that that was a bad video. Their whole team was like very unhappy to have to play Alabama, it seemed. And, like, I don't know how that video gets released in the first place. But I kind of think, to me, that's those are the two teams with the best chance to win the title. I'm not saying that first semifinal game is, the, like, the championship, but I think whoever wins that game will be the favorite in the national championship and I think has a good chance to win. Um, I've seen Washington play, like, probably three or four games this year, and I've been impressed. I know they've been struggling down the stretch, but, like, I thought they were good. I think Penix is pretty good. Mm-hmm. But – um I don't know. It's hard to say that they can compete with like the Michigan or Alabama's. I mean, who knows? You know what I mean? Michigan and Alabama have a defense. Yeah. It's just different than the Pac-12. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that game is going to have a lot of offense, uh, the Texas-Washington game. And, you know, maybe Texas wins it because they've had experience in some close games this year. Um, you know, both wins and losses, you know, the Red River game, they lost to Alabama or uh, lost to Oklahoma, excuse me. Um, and then had that had a couple of close wins this season, you know, one against Kansas State. I think there is another game that maybe I'm forgetting. Um, but, yeah, I think there'll be a lot of offense in the uh, Washington, Texas game. Yeah, definitely agreed. Um Overall, I think um, I think Texas is just a more well-rounded team. I'm a big defense wins championships uh, kind of guy. 
Mm-hmm. And so therefore I got to go Texas and um, I'm also a big heart wins game kind of guy. And uh, so I think the championship game is going to be uh, Texas Bama. It would be uh, one heck of a rematch. That's for sure. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> yeah. And then right now I probably say, I probably say Bama, but like, you know, ask me tomorrow, I'm going to say Texas, ask me two weeks from now, I'm going to say Bama. Like, yeah, yeah. Gonna be a heck of a game. Honestly, Garrett, I think what you said like earlier is true that like these games are gonna have the potential to be really good games. Like I know last year we got Michigan TCU. That was a really good game in the semis. Mm-hmm. But there haven't been a ton of close games. And so I think both games were actually maybe close last year. Um, but yeah, I think both these games could be really good, but we'll see. Yeah, so looking at both these games, Alabama, Michigan, uh, at the Rose Bowl and then Texas. And Washington in the uh, Sugar Bowl. Um, as far as, or do you have any more thoughts on those semifinal games? No, I mean I think we kind of covered it. I would say I think Michigan's going to win, but I think I would not be surprised if Bama beats them in the semifinals, and then who knows? Um, I just I think and I hope we'll have two good games. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I think we're going to have two very good games. Um, interested, though, on, on the kind of question of, of which team has most to prove in this college football playoffs and uh, your guys' thoughts there, because I have I have a take that might be might be not aligned with what I think a lot of people are saying there. So which team has the most to prove? You know, it's funny. I kind of was thinking about this earlier. Um, I do think you could make an argument that each of these four teams has something to prove for like a different reason. You know, I think Michigan's thing is, I think with the uh, cheating or the, the sign, the sign stealing scandal, I think that there's something to be said for, you know, they might be really motivated to try to win. You know, I think them having the three games that they're one of their like assistants was coaching the team they may have a chip on their shoulder for that. You know, Washington, I think with the Pac-12 kind of, I I don't want to say disbanding, but like completely dissolving after this year, they might have a lot to prove that this is kind of the last, you know, go around for that conference. And typically that conference is perceived as kind of a weaker conference. You know, I think Alabama has got something to prove because they're the team that people think maybe, I don't know if didn't deserve to be in is the right word or is, is the right thing to say, but. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I kind of agree with you. I think an argument we made for all four teams. Um, I would say probably my number one would be Michigan just because obviously, like you said, with all the science stealing stuff, but also just the fact that it's been them versus Ohio state. They've won the past three years, but Ohio state still has the ring in the past, you know, in the past few years. So I think like that would matter to Michigan and like to prove like they've been the best team or one of the best teams in the country all year long. Um, so I think for the, them, I could see definitely having a lot to prove, but also kind of Texas, just I would say on the opposite side, they kind of, at least to me, it feels like we've been talking about Texas is back, Texas is back the past few years, but haven't seen them have like a great season yet. So not that it would be a surprise if Texas won this year, but I think like we haven't seen them in the playoff before. It's their first appearance, I think. So that mm-hmm. would just be kind of, kind of cool to see. Yeah, I, I like that 
that take a lot, Chris. Um, I agree. Everyone here has something to prove. Um, Michigan, you know, if you're gonna uh, uh, create a simile with, I think simile is like the English terminology. I don't know. Um, with the Patriots after the play gate, right? You you could you could say that that's pretty similar. Um, but at the end of the day, I like Texas uh, has the most to prove. Um, like you said, Chris, they're back. They're back. Are they though? This is their chance to prove that. Also, right. with them moving to SEC, like this could be a little bit of an audition tape. You know, obviously they're already in. They're going to be there next year. But like, Bama and Georgia are the one and two in the SEC perennially every single year. But hold up, do we have Texas now? A national championship coming into the SEC? Like, there they might be the alpha dog, top dog in the SEC. That could be. That could be a legit storyline moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think uh, quickly, if we want to look at some other uh, bowl games, you know, the New Year's Six Bowls are always interesting, I think. Um, yeah, so you got Missouri and Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl, Ole Miss, Penn State in the Peach Bowl. Georgia, Florida State in the Orange Bowl, um, and Liberty in Oregon in the Fiesta Bowl. I kind of think I know uh, which way we might uh, go in terms of like talking about which games are going to be the most interesting. Um, but I think all potentially games that could be worth worth watching. Yeah, I think so. I mean, all those teams are obviously good, and that's, you know, what may be the playoff next year is so kind of similar to that. Mm-hmm. But um, I would say that I'm probably most looking forward to the Georgia-Florida State game. Just, I mean, who knows how many guys are going to play, how many guys are going to, like, sit out for the combine, that kind of stuff. But right. I, th- I don't know. I think if Florida State wins that game, it would just kind of be like I'd support their national championship sort of, like, if they claim that that season won. Because they, if they go 14-0 – like they win their conference, they win their bowl Maps. game. They have no other chance to do anything. Like I don't know. I Maps I think there. that'd be kind of funny. I love yeah. that. I love that. Claim Definitely. That, like, uh, same. Central Florida, UCF with their claim the yeah. championship a couple of years ago. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I'm curious about how Georgia is going to going to uh, approach that game as well. Um, you know, I think Chris, as you said, there might be guys that sit out of it for for draft purposes, but I still think both of those teams are going to have something to prove. Um, I'm fascinated to see uh, how Liberty looks in that Fiesta Bowl. You know, I think for Oregon, I'm also curious about who is or who isn't playing in that game because that may affect it. But I think you know, a chance for a non-power five conference team to win a significant bowl game, you know, is always interesting. Yeah. I was going to pull that one as well. Right now, Oregon's favorite I have by 16. That's a huge oh, spread. Um, but it is something to be said for, uh, for going undefeated Liberty 13 and Oh, it, it's, it's pretty easy to lose a game. You look at Miami fumbling the ball, deciding to run it with like six seconds left or whatever they did. It's easy to lose a game sometimes. And there's something to be said for going undefeated. So um, no matter how much of a cult they are over there at Liberty, uh, their their football team is a is a good team. 
Yeah, I agree. I also think, I mean, they're probably playing for a lot more than Oregon is. I mean, I'm sure a lot of the guys in Oregon have their sights set on the draft or like mad that they lost last week to, to Washington. I bet Liberty is probably focusing harder, trying harder, preparing more for this game than Oregon would be just because I'm, I'm guessing they probably want it more than Oregon does. But who knows? Yeah. Yeah, that's always interesting when you have a team like like Liberty that's not usually there. You know, Oregon's a team that I feel like is almost always in one of those games. And, you know, obviously it's different teams every year, but it is possible that it's like guys in that team look past that game. You know, it'll be interesting to see. I'm curious if Bo Nix plays in this game or not. I think that that's like a real debate whether he's going to play or not. Oh, I thought I saw that he said he was going to, but I'm not sure. Interesting. Okay, I don't think I saw that. I, I, I he's more of a man than uh, Caleb Williams. <laughs> yeah, Caleb Williams sitting out of the USC's bowl game, which yeah. what, what game are they in? Do you remember? Uh, uh, it's it's them versus Louisville. Yeah, they're in the Holiday Bowl versus Louisville. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, kind of moving on from the New Year's uh, New Year's Six game, but that that is an interesting game for sure. Um, yes. I'm very interested how how USC is going to fare, right? If, if they come out and they're absolutely dominant, and and they stomp Louisville, a number what Louisville's like 14 or something, does that does that kind of tank Caleb's draft stock? Like if they come out and they're absolutely they light it up, does that kind of say, oh man, maybe USC's just got a team and it's not Caleb Williams? Maybe, yeah. Like, I guess it's possible. I don't think so, honestly. I think there's. I think they've seen enough tape of Caleb Williams. He won the Heisman last year, and I think he's going to go to the combine and probably impress. I mean, obviously, who knows who gets the draft pick? But if it's if it's if it's New England at one or New England at two, and Chicago stays with uh, with Justin Fields, I would I would definitely like Caleb Williams and the Patriots next year. Yeah, I mean, I think with this being a uh, Boston-based podcast, we may want to pay attention to you know games that may involve you know top picks uh you know as you mentioned Kayla Williams I mean it's ironic that uh, Drake May in North Carolina well North Carolina is playing that same day I don't know if Drake May is going to play probably not but you know that is kind of interesting um I'm here's something that I was surprised in so I was looking at the all the different bowl games and so the Fenway Bowl this year at Fenway Park, BC's playing, but they're playing SMU. Mm. SMU is 24th in the country. Why are they playing in this bowl game? It's an <laughs> ACC. It's a, a next year ACC matchup. It's a little preview of, of what's to come. The All Coasts Conference. Okay. So I was like, you know, respectfully, doesn't like, can't SMU get into like a better bowl game? Like, yeah, that's a good point. I feel like they're, they're out there. I feel like Boston College is much is much worse than SMU. Yeah, it's like it's 11 a.m. on a Thursday, and they're the 24th ranked team in uh, in, in the well, country. The college playoff committee disrespects the ACC like nobody's business. Is that's fair? ACC's not a great team, but they're like, ah, SMU's joining ACC. Let's let's awesome a bone and and make it a storyline that we're playing ACC but like who cares if they're at all decent like they're going to be ACC they're going to automatically suck college playoff committee sucks they hate ACC <laughs> this article I just found from underdog dynasty says that 
the Mustangs were snubbed of the New York Six in favor of Liberty. So it's either they're playing Oregon or they're playing Boston College. I guess <laughs> I guess that was like the consolation. Oh <laughs> Lord, that's two different opponents. What? Well, yeah, yeah. What a comparison. Yeah. Um, any other bowl games that you guys are looking forward to? You know, I know Ryan, uh, being a being a Virginia Tech fan, I know you'll be watching. Oh uh, heck yeah! No, Hokies. I'm not even gonna be watching the Hokies versus Tulane. I'm gonna be at Hokies uh, versus Tulane, and there's gonna be about twenty plus. McNeil's at that game. So uh, watch that game. There's going to be a lot of volume on the Hokies fam. Hokies travel well, and then the McNeil clan travels very well. So we're going to have, um, there's going to be volume there for sure. Where Where are you traveling? Where's the game? Uh, it's in Annapolis. We're doing uh, the whole Christmas holiday thing in the DC area. Um, and you know, there is a birthday. I'm not going to say who, but it's myself um, <laughs> on that day. And so there's just gonna it's gonna be energy all over the place. Nice. That sounds like a blast. That's awesome. That's um, I'm not watching really other bowl games, but Villanova football, FCS. Um, <laughs> I went to Villanova. They are in the quarterfinals. They got a game on yeah. uh, December 9th. What's that like this Friday or Saturday Saturday or Sunday? I don't know. Yeah. Um and they're playing they're the eighth eighth ranked seed. They won last week versus Youngstown State, and they're playing South Dakota State, who's the one seed in the quarters. But uh, if we beat them, you know, we're, we're in the semis and then anything can happen, you know? Ah, shout out Villanova. Love that. Yeah. Shout out Villanova football, man. Their basketball team's not doing too well, so the football team might have to win a championship instead. All right. All right. Well, sorry to say we're kind of up against it here on uh, on Zoom, so uh, probably going to take off. Great to have you guys on the podcast this week. Uh, it's great to talk some college football. Quickly before you before we go, who do you have winning the Heisman? Yeah, I mean, obviously, thanks, Gary, for having me on. It was great. It was a fun time. Um, but my Heisman pick is Jane Daniels. I think he's going to win it. I would agree. Love that. Um, again, thank you, Garrett. We're going to have to do this again. Um, I wish I wish Marvin Harrison was going to be uh, the Heisman. He's accounted for thirty percent of all touchdowns um, from that team, but. Um, but it's a quarterback competition, and I think uh, Penix is going to get it. All right. All right. We'll talk to you folks.